Hi, everyone, and welcome to Spread Thin, a senior care podcast for the sandwich generation. On today's show, we are going to be doing something a little bit different. I typically have a healthcare professional that is with us that I kind of pepper them with questions. And today, instead of having a healthcare professional, I'm actually going to be interviewing my grandma. And we taped this the day before because she was a a little nervous and I thought, well, I wanna give myself plenty of time to get this in order. So I actually have already done the interview and I just listened back to it and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. She, to give you a little background, is 89 years old. She lives at home. And when I talked to her, I think I already knew a lot of the things, but what really was hit home for me is that in general, she does not want to be a burden, but she wants to be safe. And she battles between the two of not asking for too much help, but also wants to be safe in her environment and keeping everybody else safe, whether it's, you know, she's driving or she's out and about. I also found interesting that even though I'm in healthcare and I feel like I have a lot of resources at my fingertips, I'm still in the situation that everybody else is in where you'll even hear her talk about how they're kind of waiting for something tragic to happen at home in order for them to move to an assisted living, which um, kind of blew me away a little bit because I thought, oh, well, I'll be really prepared since, you know, I know kind of what I'm doing. And that's not the case at all. I'm in the same boat as everybody else. So um, I found that was interesting. And one last thing when you listen to it that I also noted was that she talks a lot about other people and how other people are going to do when she passes. And I think that's very indicative of that generation to want to care about other people and have things in order. And so I felt like her outlook on that was... um, kind of interesting. So I hope you enjoy it. This is, like I said, a little bit different where we are going to hear from the person that we're typically talking about or trying to help. So a little bit different, but um, I think it was a lot of fun. I know I had a lot of fun talking to her and I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Grandma. How are you? Fine. How about you, Marilee? <laughs> I'm good. Thanks for being on today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. So I want to ask you all kinds of hard questions, and I haven't given you any idea what it's going to be. No, you haven't. <laughs> are you nervous? <laughs> no. Okay. Good. So I want to ask you about some decisions in your thought process, because this is obviously... Our podcast is typically geared towards the sandwich generation, which would be like Lee and my dad. So your kids and me that Mm -hmm. are, we think, helping you Mm -hmm. age the way you want to age. I think a misconception sometimes is that we think we're helping you and maybe you don't want help or (laughs) we have suggestions, but you have your own ideas of how you want to age, which is exactly what we want. Mm -hmm. And you have done a really nice job 
I think of stating your needs and what you want in life, which I should tell you now I appreciate. <laughs> because having clear, a, a clear vision is very helpful. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so keep that clear vision for us, okay? <laughs> so I want to ask you about some decisions. So you live at home right now. Yes. Why do you want to live at home? Um, I feel more independence, and I feel like we're still, even though we're 89, that, that we're still viable. We still drive, but I feel like we'll know when we can't do some things and may need to move. And are you okay with moving? Yes. Uh, in fact, I have talked about it with Ron and Lee, and they both say no. I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yes. So a little backstory. My grandma, like just a couple of weeks ago, you had mentioned it, and my Aunt Lee was there, and she was like, oh, no, no, no. And I was like, what? <laughs> why Why not? I felt like Lee was having a more difficult time and turns out Ron is than you are. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I'm just looking forward first, I guess, to not cooking. Oh, that's, that's a thing for you? Yeah, that's a primary thing. And then okay. the other thing is that they have a lot of activities. Yeah, you're kind you of know. a social butterfly. Well, we do like to be social. We still have yeah. friends. We'd like to try and go places. And, okay. And that's another thing that you guys do help us with. Like if we have to make a long um, trip, you know, any one of the family is willing to drive us if we want. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you have a, hopefully you feel the same. You guys have a good support system. Yes, we do. If you didn't have family nearby, do you think that you would still live at home? Or do you think you would have moved already? No, I think we would still have lived at home. Because we also have support from Rod, Ron's side of the family. Two yeah. nieces. Well, in general, if you guys didn't have any family around, no matter who, do you think you would move? I Yes, I think we probably would. Just for support that we may not have here yeah case because you... as you get older you do need help sometimes yeah for sure i feel like you know when you go to, especially if you like when you go to the hospital or oh, things like yes. that it's nice yeah. to have family nearby right so you would want to move into an assisted living right now because of the cooking and because of the activities or an independent living i should say yes <clears throat> yes because that it would be independent but then i would mm -hmm. have the other benefits they offer yeah in case you ever need them mm -hmm. yeah so you um you guys have well ron had knee surgery and shoulder surgery right right hip surgery hip surgery and you guys had and i should say ron is your significant other right um so you guys had skilled home care come in yes you didn't have home care come in my company <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, but I, I know a lot of times people don't want a lot of people in their home. Mm -hmm. So what was that situation like for you guys when you had people coming into your home? Well, first of all, I think because the hospital um, seemed to arrange that. Yeah, I the didn't skilled think, homework. Yeah, you know, about you. <laughs> Man, have I done a bad job <laughs> of marketing. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, it was fine, but we really didn't need them as, as long as I think they thought that we would yeah. need them. 
Yeah, like the, a skilled company. Right, right. We've had other friends that have had. We've we've taken care of your other friends, so you do think of me, <laughs> yeah. just not when it comes to you, which is funny. <laughs> um, but we've taken care of a lot of your friends. Yeah, and mm. um, like your neighbors behind you. Right. And what was that situation like? Um, it helped them out significantly. And would you ever bring help like that into your house? Well, would you I rather have, move beforehand? If I have to, I you would. I would. So yeah. you would have help here for as long as you could, and then you would move to yes. an independent or assisted living. Mm-hmm. Especially because Ron and Lee, they really don't want it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. I think we need to talk to Lee next and feel and and feel her out of why she doesn't want it. Right. If or she, have, have you her asked listen. her? No. Yeah, well, tell Lee, listen, her, listen, listen to, to this. <laughs> I tell her every other week, listen to my podcast. Um, so if you if they weren't around, you would move into an assisted living today or an mm-hmm. independent living. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What would you look for in them? Let's say we went. I was like, okay, Grandma, perfect. Let's go tour. What would you want? Um, activities. That's your number one. Yeah. Okay. Because I think that keeps you going. Yeah, you've kind of always had that mentality, though. You've worked for, or you worked for a long time. Yeah. But I was physically able, so yeah, I saw no reason to quit. But as soon as I couldn't add and subtract, I decided I'd better leave. <laughs> Considering you worked at a bank. bank. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good one. Um, that made me laugh. So I want to ask you another question about help. So a couple nights ago, our power went out. You didn't have power. Mm-hmm. It had to be blazing hot in here. No, it wasn't. Are I you think sure? It's because it's a brick home. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We were surprisingly comfortable. We okay. both slept, and we even had to pull a sheet up over us. Okay. So, so I sent you a message and offered to for you to come over to our house, right, to get you a hotel, mm-hmm. and you declined. Right. Why? Why? Why did you decline? Well, because our house was comfortable and, you know, I didn't want to interfere in your, you know, how how your evening goes with trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's the answer I was looking for. You didn't want to yeah. interfere. You didn't want to be a burden. Is well, that it? Yeah. So I feel I like a lot of people <clears throat> your age feel that way, mm-hmm. that you don't want to ask for help. Well, if I really need to, I will. What would the temperature have to have gotten to for you to need to call me? Just out of curiosity. Uh, probably if it had been, what, 100 in here, Ron? 100 is your benchmark? Oh, my goodness. There's probably so many people listening to this saying, yep, that's my mom. That would be, yep, that would be her. That would be my dad. 100 degrees? You know how hot that is? Yeah. You would be like literally here sweating. Oh, you mean if it got to be 100 in here? I was thinking 100 outside. Oh, 100 outside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it was just 98. Yeah, (laughs) it was. It was 98. Two more degrees and you would have raised the white flag. Well, if our house was uncomfortable and I was, you know, pleasantly surprised that it wasn't bad in here at all. But if it would have gotten hot, you would have been like, okay, I'll take oh, you yeah. up on that. Yeah. Okay. Right. You had mentioned something earlier about driving. <laughs> if you couldn't right. drive, what will be the signs that you can't drive anymore for you? Oh, if I had like a three-car accident. 
No. Okay, so not a two car, but a no. three car. <laughs> no, if I um, felt like I may, when I do drive, I don't carry on a conversation. Okay. Because I think as you grow older, you're easily distracted. Mm -hmm. And so, like, once a month, I go out to dinner with friends, mm -hmm. you know, women. We've been going out to dinner for years and years. And so I drive, and so I tell the two women <clears throat> that I take with me, you know, I can't talk. I yeah. have to concentrate. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that's important. I just feel like at our people older like us are easily distracted. Do you drive at night or do you drive uh, just during? Not as much anymore. You know, if we were going to have to drive far at night, we'd probably ask Mike yeah. to drive us. Even in the daytime, like, you know, if we go to the casino, we ask Mike to drive us. Yeah, he said that's like his favorite activity right now mm -hmm. is going to the casino and watching some show with you guys. <laughs> Just living the easy life over here. <laughs> oh, me. Well, we're lucky that we have, you know, again, family around us and family yeah. who will help us. Yeah, well, you guys make it easy to want to help. <clears throat> well, like, you know, Mike, he can't cook, but Lee can cook. Yeah. You know, you and Jess... You're just, like, available anytime, I guess, because you're in the business. Yeah, that could and be. And so it appears to be no problem for you, yeah. even though you have a little one. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> but that's your business. Yeah. Well, we want to make time for you. So. Oh, and you do. We appreciate when you come over once a week. I tell yeah. my friends, you know, you bring Trip over once uh -huh. a week, and they just think that's wonderful. Oh. So where do all your friends live? Well, um, one couple lives in Newark. And then uh, the rest of them live around town here. In houses or in independent oh, no, facilities? Oh, no, in their houses. Really? Yeah. So all your friends mostly live in houses? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And other, But we've lost lots of friends. Yeah, I know you had yeah. a couple of friends at a couple of assisted livings that have since passed. Yeah. Yeah. So. So when you talk about Mike and Lee, so those are um, my aunt, my dad, your kids to help you out. What what's the most helpful thing that they do for you? Well, Mike, it's, he drives us places if we need. And Lee, she lives so close that sometimes when I get in a jam, I can call her and know that she'll be here very shortly. Yeah. I heard you locked your keys in your car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no secrets in this. <laughs> I hear everything. <laughs> Locked your key fob in your car? Probably should know that, yes. <laughs> well, and then the other day I went to the hairdresser. Lee was out of town. Mike was out of town. So I had to call Ron, tell him I locked my keys in the car. And then I decided, and so he said, I'll be right over. So I decided to go outside for some reason. And I just went over, just, oh, just try the door. Wasn't locked. Oh. So lucky, lucky. Yeah, I guess. Good thing you live in a safe neighborhood. Right. <laughs> All right. So they, they take you places. They drive you around. They mm -hmm. help you in jams. What about from a healthcare perspective? Do they... You go to your own doctor's appointments, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. We have the same same primary care physician. Isn't oh. that funny? <laughs> she doesn't say anything about me, does she? No, but oh. I say things about you, but she doesn't, tell, she doesn't respond back. <laughs> well, good. But, but I'll tell her things. <laughs> Guys, 
Do you ever feel like she knows a lot when you go in there? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, well, she knows things that I want to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, but they don't help you with any healthcare stuff. You still do all your healthcare stuff. You go yes. to all your appointments. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you like remember all that. You don't want anyone to go with you. Mm, well, either Ron or Lee goes with me because oh, I think okay. having two people listening. Yes. In the same way with Ron. Yeah, it's so much. <clears throat> it's helpful to have yeah. an extra ear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have so many other questions. Where? Well, actually, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back. Okay. So while we were taking a quick break, I asked Ron, because he's sitting in here, why don't you want to move into an assisted living? Grandma, did you hear his answer? No. Oh, he said, um, I will when I need to. If something happens here that I can't do stuff anymore, something happens, I'll move. Is that what you said? Which is, I think, the top answer for people. Because what's going to happen, and this is just me looking into my crystal ball, is like something tragic will happen where you have a fall or something and you're like, okay, now we have to move. And it's not necessarily on your terms. It's like a, okay, we have to move. I think that happens often. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that's what's going to happen? I hate to be so negative about it, but does that make the decision easier? Not really. No? It's always going to be a hard decision to, to leave here. Or I go to assisted living. Yeah. If you can't hear Ron, he said it's just... No matter what, it's always going to be a really hard decision to leave here to go somewhere else and live somewhere else. Because you've lived here for how long now? 62 years. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is pretty wild. (laughs) I can't imagine living in a place for 62 years. No, you've already lived I know. We move like every (laughs) six years. (laughs) That's what the market says. (laughs) Um. So, yeah, you've lived here 62 years. So mm-hmm. that won't be a really difficult move. Um, yeah, I guess. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, I, you know, I've talked to Lee about moving into assisted living, and she seems to be more upset about it than me. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why. Yeah, we're going to ask I her. Don't just, worry. <laughs> but, I mean, I just, I guess I feel like, that's just how it progresses as you get older. Yeah. Well, I think you've always taken a very honest, real approach to aging. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think some people don't want to talk about it because it's kind of a scary thing. Mm-hmm. But you've always talked about it and been like very open. Mm-hmm. I remember when um, Barn died. Barn's my grandfather, your husband, since passed. And um, you asked me to do your eulogy at your funeral and that stuck with me do you remember that mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought wow she is like really prepared but you've always been very prepared well I did try to prepare uh, for my leaving because it seemed like Lee is um, things like that really bother her yeah. and I could see it really bothered her when uh, Bob died so I felt yeah. like I really need to try and you know 
make things as easy as possible. So. so what have you done when you say make things easy? Like what steps did you take? Well, she knows I'm going to be cremated, so I've already paid for that. Mm, okay. All she has to do, she has a card, Ron has a card, and all they have to do is call and it will be taken care of. It doesn't matter if I'm here or in California. Okay. And um, I have a living will, so I've tried to make that easier for mm -hmm. them uh, if I'm in the hospital. Yeah. And I've talked about my decisions in my living will. Mm-hmm. Pointing out to Lee that all of us are born and then all of us die. Yeah, it seems like you, like I said, you have a very real approach to this. But you feel like people, you're you're fine with passing, but you don't feel like the people around you are fine with it. Um, not as fine as I'd like them to be. Really? I Why mean, do you want them to be? I'm not going to be fine. You're I'm not? not God. Well, you're young. Oh, you're no... like one of my favorite people in the world. I don't, I can't imagine. I mean, I know I have to imagine, but. Well, but I wrote a book. You can always read you my did, book. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. I feel like every, you're, you're more okay with the passing than everybody around you. Hmm. you I feel that Mike, way? you know, if I start to talk about that, don't want to hear it. Yeah. He doesn't want to he hear it. He shuts me off. Uh-huh. But Lee, you know, she'll. Listen, but I can tell she's not interested. Yeah. But anyhow, I've taken care of it, so. And so you have, like, all your finances, and mm -hmm. you have an attorney, mm -hmm. and they have everything all written out and ready. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're really prepared. Most people are not that prepared. Well. We both are. Yeah, he's done the same thing. Yeah. It's better to be prepared than. Oh, I, I totally. Try I mean, to have your kids, you know. I mean, my dad did that. Where he With didn't me. have anything, or he oh, did have no, everything? Oh, no, he had everything. Oh, wow. And he um, had me come over and meet with him. Uh -huh. He went over his will, his um, living will, mm -hmm. and uh, he tried to get Mom to move into assisted living because he knew she needed it, but she wouldn't. Yeah. So he told me, you know, what I'm going to have to do with Mom, but, mm -hmm. of course, she wouldn't do that either yeah, until she, until she too was, many times she was in where she had to go yeah so <clears throat> so that's where you get it from you get your preparation from him mm -hmm. yeah he he's always he was a banker also mm. so he was always prepared yeah yeah you're extremely prepared i've always i've always felt that way without even asking you these questions that you and you talk about I hate to be so dark about it, but you talk about dying like, you know, it's an inevitable thing. Well, it is. Well, I know that, <laughs> but that's a, a, a hard concept not, to not, gather. Not that we want to. Yeah. Well, yeah. you just, I heard that you said Ron wanted to live till he was 94 and you were like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> he's always, he's up to, it used to be so 90. If, if something would happen to her, I can stay here. Oh, that's sweet. It's not my house. It's not Oh, I thought you meant in general. I thought you meant on this world. <laughs> well, that too. I'd probably go yeah. and book after her. After yeah. Her. But he, that's kind of a, he's in a quandary about that because he has no family here. Yeah. They all live out of state. So he doesn't know what he'll do. <clears throat> yeah, it's tough. I have a niece that'll help me. Oh, I'll help you. Perfect. 
would. Here, you have it here on recorded. Yeah. You can hold me to it now. We'll help you, Ron. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, but you've met Terry. Yes. And she's, and she's more than yeah. yeah. She's uh, very good to us. So not, you guys do have a plan in place. You're not just waiting for a hip to break. You have no. a plan in place. Oh no, no. We think we have we have to think about that. Have you toured any places? Or no. interviewed any companies? No. No, we're depending on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, and you should. I'll tell you where to go. But not a lot of people, I guess, have that where I would say, yes, go ahead and start touring now so you know where to go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you guys don't necessarily need no, to do we that. No, don't have to. Yeah, I'll pick two places for you and then you guys can choose from there. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever thought about the financial side of moving into a place and how that would work? We probably think about that more than anything. Really? Moving in. The financial aspect, like how much it'll cost a month? If we had to do it now, we know that our income will cover it. But I'm sure, you know, prices are going to go up. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the other thing, you want to leave money to your family. And I think, boy, you know, once I go into a nursing home, if I have to use something other than my income, you know. Well, and I think your family, and I know I can speak for myself, that we would want you to use it. Like, that's money you've earned. We want you to use it on your health care. I know. to get the best health care possible for you. Mm-hmm. And if you leave negative 10 cents or plus 10 cents, it's just a matter of you getting the best care. Yeah. But I think it's that's just normal for yeah. older people to think so of why? So you think right now your income would cover a monthly payment at, we'll just call it an assisted living, mm-hmm. and you don't think it would in four years because you think assisted living prices are going to go up. I don't know how fast, but I mean, yeah. that's inevitable. And that's your worry. Yeah. But your house yeah. will probably go up as well. You'll. Yes, yeah. I do think this is a good time to potentially move, and I'll talk to Lee about that, <laughs> because you can get a lot of money for your house right now. That yeah. would then help continue to pay. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm okay if I had to move into assisted living. I have enough income coming in. Yeah, to pay for the monthly payment. We help and each help. other out too quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we divide everything. We don't, like, even when we went to Europe, we each paid our own way. Yeah. That's how we've always done it. Yeah, you guys have been like very smart about keeping things separate. So I guess to give the listeners a backstory real quick, I had mentioned that Ron's your significant other, but you guys have a very cute little love story. Do you mind if I share it? No. I wish you would. So Ron and my grandmother, they were, you guys were high school sweethearts. Yes. You broke up when you were 17, correct? And that's when you met my grandpa that you married mm-hmm. he had passed ron knew that he had passed and contacted you and you guys started dating again at 71 yes 70 <laughs> oh i thought it was 71 <clears throat> 71 is almost cuter 17 to 71 <laughs> maybe i made I that up it. in my head <laughs> um and they have been together since then and mm-hmm. you're 89 now uh, but yeah. you guys have been very smart of just like, you know, keeping everything very separate. Yeah. I think it well, makes sense. It's, I think it's easier and you let the families know 
because I think a lot of times families think that, oh, well, you know, so-and-so's taking more money or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think you find so, that communication is always better. The more communication you can have now, like you're having, right. the easier it makes things because it's when you have those gray areas when somebody passes that it's like, what would mom want or what would grandma want? And mm -hmm. it kind of becomes a guessing game. And that's when things, I think, can really go awry. Oh, yes. Between families. Definitely. If you weren't so open about things and so organized, how would you feel if, you know, my dad or Lee or myself came to you and said, we need to sit down and figure out your future? Well, I thought I've already done that. Well, you did. But if you weren't like that, <laughs> oh, would you oh. be offended if somebody came to you and said that? Oh, golly. I know yes some of my no. friends have been. Yeah, yeah, really? I would say yeah, yes and no. Because I think that happens a lot. And so mm -hmm. it leaves families in pickles because, you know, they don't want to go to their mom that they respect so much and, like, you know, pry for information. Mm -hmm. What happened to your friends? Well, I'm thinking... You have to say about names. my niece, okay, Pilar. Oh yeah, okay. her parents did not tell her anything. Yeah, and she wanted to know like, what did they want in their obituaries? Yes, you know, thinking ahead. Uh -huh. But they chose. They didn't tell her anything. Why do you think that is? I, I don't know. Except Judy and Dick have always been very, very, very private. Yeah, and my other sisters the same way. Neither one of them are as open with their children as I am with my family. Yeah, that's interesting. You're right. Mm -hmm. I never thought about that. And now mom, you're kind of my the, mother was like that. You're kind of the unicorn. Well, my dad wasn't like that, but my mom was. Okay, so you take after your dad. Yeah. That makes sense. So you've had friends in that situation, though. Oh, yeah, they get very upset. Why is that? I'm not sure. I, I don't think... Well, that's just like, this is an instance. You know, Lee tracks me she on does. her cell phone. Did you know I get to track you now, too? Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, I see where you are. Well, and it doesn't bother me. Yeah. To me, that means that you care. Yeah. But when I tell, told my friends, oh, my goodness, I would never permit that. I was so surprised. Really? Yeah. I just... I don't know if they think they're being more independent, but I mean, yeah. isn't it just kind of? I yeah. only I only look where you are when I can't get a hold of you, because oh, uh, I want to make sure like mm -hmm. everything's fine. That one time I couldn't get a hold of you, I I was put in charge because Lee was gone. I was like, oh gosh, not on my watch. So I called you and you didn't answer. I called your home phone and you didn't answer, but I saw you were here, so that's when I just came over. But had you been out, I would have been like, oh, okay, there, you know, at Costco or something like yeah. that. And I would have let it yeah. be. But, yeah. No, and then we have a habit, you know, of leaving our phones at home sometimes. Oh, so maybe you actually weren't here. Yeah. You're throwing Good us thing. off. <laughs> throwing the dogs off the track, huh? Oh, golly. So you've, well, then you've seen where, you know, you have had some friends that have passed. And then you've seen their children have to kind of deal with all of that right and it's kind of a mess yeah because you never know how somebody feels about their parents dying yeah you know maybe they're like lee and you and jess and mm -hmm. mike um 
it's it's just so much easier just to let everybody know what's going on. Yeah, communication that's is key. My thought. Well, we're lucky that you have that outlook. <clears throat> well, thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. I appreciate your time. Well, gosh, this was very nice of you to, to consider us. Yeah, I appreciate you answering questions. I think, you know, you are really on it and you have great communication. And I think you're a great example of um, aging gracefully. Oh, wow. And being extremely organized. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate you sharing, you know, your experience and what you've done with our listeners. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. We're lucky to have you. Well, I I appreciate your podcast. This was a very interesting thing you're doing. Yeah, it's a little different, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. It's been fun. I've learned a lot, and I've got to talk to a lot of neat people. Otherwise, you and I probably wouldn't have sat down like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I am going to leave you with, you are doing a good job, and you are not alone. Have a great day. Yeah.